Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team okay so listen whether whether you want to admit it or not all these games now are they're all important but they're much more important when you're kind of you're hanging in there you haven't made a charge uh you know you're you're at the time of this recording what nine and a half nine games out of first place or ten in your division it's half of that is your uh, the amount that you need to get to get back in the wild card? I think we're about five games out, depending on when you're listening to this uh, podcast. With that being said, uh, we've talked about that, like right, Hanno. Even if they get hot, even if you get on a streak, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to make up ground. You're going to need some help. Um, so if you are like me, I am now scoreboard watching. Usually, this would start. Maybe in a month or so from now, this year I've started a little bit earlier. The Mariners just, I feel like, have put us in that pressure cooker situation as fans, whether we want to like it or not. I know we just got to keep putting W's together, but listen, there's 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 two types of fans. There's the ones that aren't going to worry about the standings and the ones that are. So for the ones that are, we're going to talk about it right here. Um, should I just go through some of, the, some of the games this weekend, starting, what, Thursday, that maybe we should just pick who how would it benefit by the Mariners for whoever to win yeah let's do it okay so when this podcast comes out uh one of the teams that we are chasing I mean they're number one in the wild card is you have the Baltimore Orioles they have to clean up one game here with the Blue Jays and then following that they are going to be in Chicago playing the Cubs so we need to obviously, as far as the weekend series goes, obviously we want the Cubs. We want we want Chicago to get the wins out there, and we need to take out Chicago here. Um, but in this Blue Jays, when it's Blue Jays and Orioles right now, who are you going for? Are you going for the person in front of you, or are you going for the person that has that number one uh, seed right now? Well, the way I look at it, and we talked about it, the Mariners need to play over. 20 games over 500 the rest of the way just to get to 90 wins and that's what it looks like it's going to be to hopefully even get a wild card spot and the main thing is you got to do your part and you got to win but the way I look at it you got to start I'm not so worried about the I'm I'm not looking at the division at all I'm looking strictly at wild cards and right now I feel like you got to when they are playing each other I would prefer that 
the lower seed, so Toronto, that they would lose. And the reason I say that is you got to get by the teams ahead of you first that are closest to you. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. So I would probably pick Toronto over Baltimore and get past them um, before you move on to the uh, Baltimore Orioles. But I also can see the other side of it where you're close enough to Toronto. Right now, let's see, with being five games away from getting the wild card and then the Baltimore being four games up, that's nine games back. Maybe you do want Baltimore to come closer back to the pack. So, you know, yeah. I guess I and, answered both of them for you. So sorry yeah, about it's that. Kinda, it's kind of like one of these things where we're just like, as long as the Mariners win, you're you're gaining a positive, either with the, the team in front of the pack or the person that you need to pass in the pack. Uh, here's the thing to think about Baltimore. We haven't played any games against them. We could you know, we have a better chance of winning that series than we do with Toronto, who we've, we're one and three with them. They're, they're pretty much on a one win in the next series, uh, clinches that tiebreaker. So that's something else that I'm kind of thinking about too. I mean, it, as long as the Mariners win right there, you're good. Another team that we're, we're chasing, uh, of course, in, in this pat in this wild card are the Yankees. Um, over the uh, weekend, uh, I believe they are playing. Nobody, oh, they're off. They gave the whole weekend. No, oh. <laughs> my mic screen didn't come down. Uh, the Yankees are. Uh, this is an interesting one. The Yankees are in Boston playing the Red Sox. I'm sure, uh, this will be on Sunday Night Baseball. Uh, you know, right here again. You got Yankees. They're they're holding on to a wild card spot, but you also have the Red Sox that are neck and neck with you right here. Another situation here where, hey, you win, you're picking up ground on somebody here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and like you mentioned with Toronto, Boston has the tiebreaker against you. You still have the series at home. They won two out of three back in Boston. Boston, you're tied with right now. Um, I'm going to say I'd like to see the Yankees win that so you get past Boston and then hopefully with you coming into New York at the beginning of the road trip, you can then take advantage of playing them head to head. Yeah, uh, it it looks like, you know, we'll have Castillo going when we get out there. Um, uh, we're We're also... Uh, you know, again, with, with the Yankees and the Red Sox, as far as the season series, we're one out of three with both of them, with uh, the Red Sox having a, a series here in Seattle left. And, yes, we have to play the Yankees next week. Um, yeah, I could I could I could. Yeah, I could see that. There's also that theory of like, hey, let them get all their good winning out of the way before we show up to town. Um. <laughs> well, absolutely. I mean, and also, I mean, do I do I think the Yankees are head and shoulders above Boston? I really do. So maybe it would be nice to see Boston, you know, take out the Yankees because I feel like Boston won't be a be as good a team throughout the year and it would be easier to catch Boston than the Yankees. Yeah. So there you I, go. I give you both sides of the answer once again. That's that. That's what this is. This is perfect. This is just these are the things that you, 
you're going to think about when I'm jogging or showering or going to bed at night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now. Uh, uh, this one, here's a real easy one. Cincinnati Reds at the Astros, of course. We want the Cincinnati Reds to help us out. Uh, one of our favorite trade partners. Maybe they could trade us some wins here. Um, here's, a, here's, a, here's an interesting one. Toronto Blue Jays at the Texas Rangers. You know, I I don't think we have a shot at all at the West. So I'm going with Texas. I think th- my heart wants to be like, go Blue Jays. But definitely I'm on that train of thought of like, listen, we're, we're in reasonable striking distance of the wild card. Uh, th- you mentioned the odds there uh, about what we'd have to do to get to 90 games. I think the American league West is going to be like, like I said, 92 to maybe 96 wins somewhere in there. Uh, so unfortunately, yeah, I guess I'd have to root for the Rangers, which I'd hate to do. Uh, just as I just feel like I'm conceding when I'm doing that, but realistically, Hey, just got to get into the dance. Uh, yeah, sorry for interrupting you. I'm just going to say, look at it this way. So Texas is 42 and 25, 17 games. I believe if my math is correct. Over 500. The Mariners are one game under 500. We say the Mariners need to play 20 games over 500 just to get to 90 wins. So, and Texas is already 17 games over 500. They have to considerably fall behind and lose some games and you have to and that's if you play 20 games to 500. So I just don't see how the math works out where you can even catch them. I think we're, uh, you know, the top wild card spot is about the same as the division. The uh, same thing with um, uh, spot number two held down by Houston. Uh, right now, Yankees are in that third spot, and that's the team we're five games out of. And listen, we're gonna have big series against them next week, so maybe we do need some some losses. That uh, makes you think about that too. Um, and then the the other team that is left that I would say is a, you know hovering around us. They're two games behind us, but really they're only one game behind us because they own the series tiebreaker, and that's the Cleveland Guardians. They are playing the Diamondbacks. That's an open and shut case. You want the Diamondbacks to win, so. Just to recap, uh, you want the Diamondbacks to win this weekend. Uh, you are uh, also rooting on the Cincinnati Reds. And then it's what side of the reality you are in with the Yankees and the Red Sox and uh, Toronto and uh, definitely the Toronto and Texas series. That's just, I know it's it seems early to be want, watching these other teams, but that maybe that's the glass half full to enjoying it that like you're, your your chase is starting now. You're you're allowed to, to watch the chase, um, but we'll check in on that. I think we could probably do that once a week, maybe going into the weekends, being like, who should be, who do we be rooting for here? Yeah, another thing I look at when I look at the standings, I'm looking what their streaks are. I mean, nobody is really from all the teams that are ahead of you in the wild card and the division leaders. Um, none of them are on massive win streaks. The, the most win streaks or the most games that any team has won in a row is two. But then I go to the last 10 games 
which is, you know, 10 games is a, the way I look at it is so the Mariners are four and six in their last 10 and everybody has peaks and valleys throughout the season and with 10 games going. But when I look at the teams ahead of us, I see Boston's the same as at four and six, their last 10. But then I see the two teams ahead of them, um, Anaheim and Toronto. They both have winning records, one at eight and two and Toronto at six and four. So you're losing four games and two games right there to those two teams. So like we said, you got to keep winning and hopefully the other teams lose and you can make some ground up. It's not going to happen fast. It's a marathon, not a sprint. But right now, you know, if this is the Atlanta Braves and you got, what is his name, Mr. Flash, racing the guy around the track, well, the guy that starts is not starting in center field. He's starting a lot closer to you in left field with Mr. Flash. So you got to start winning some games.